plan your whole month of riding in an hour or less. Sounds good, eh? And I'm going to show you exactly how to do that step by step. Really simple. And this just won't be random stuff that you've thrown together. This is actually a plan that's going to work towards your goals and help you and your horse actually really and truly take the conversation to the next level. If you're interested in joining me in this workshop, you can find out all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash workshop. I'll see you there. Regardless of where you are in your riding journey, you can use the basics when you work with your horse in order to improve things because the basics are something that you should revisit regularly because you'll always update them. And if you don't believe me, think about the halt, the very first one you ever rode, the last one. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world helping you to have better conversations with your horse both on the ground and in the saddle and today we're focused very much in the saddle because I want to talk about one of the basic movements that many riders maybe work on initially with their horse as an introduction to something else and don't go back to but the power is in the going back to it folks and that is the turn on the forehand that's what I want to talk about today so turn on the forehand is a lateral movement which means sideways and of course, all lateral movements, <laughs> before, you, before you have the sideways, you have the forward. Forwards and sideways. And you're thinking, well, now, Lorna, that could not be so, would turn on the forehand. But that's actually one of the really, really important things to remember about turn on the forehand. And it's actually one of the ways that turn on the forehand, when you revisit it, and when you really and truly revisit it from a place where both you and your horse have developed physically and mentally, and that you're more able okay the turn on the forehand can be a really really great introduction to collection and that's what we're going to talk about today so turn on the forehand what is it well plain and simple it's if you could imagine your horse was standing beside the side of the arena okay so you're halted on the track and let, let's just say for example the edge of the arena the railing the posts whatever it is is on your left hand side okay and you're halted on the track so you're parallel with the edge of the arena okay and turning the forehand simply is that your horse's bum so your horse's back end will move around your horse's front end. So a really simple way of, of um, kind of imagining this is that as you're standing there halted, your horse will do a semicircle with his front leg staying still or staying in the center of the semicircle and his back end moving around it, okay? So is that when he ends the semicircle or the half circle, he is now facing the opposite direction on the track. So he will have turned, his hindquarters will have moved because we're on, for example, the right rein now that the edge of the arena is on our left, the hindquarters will have moved to the right and they'll have moved and you can you can turn on the forehand i'm using a 180 degree turn on the forehand here for for just to explain this to you but you can have a quarter turn you can do what you want with it and what's really 
kind of important to remember about turn on the forehand is a lot of people see lateral movement as only being for dressage, for example. Well, I don't want to do dressage, Lorna, so that doesn't apply to me. But turn on the forehand is actually a really, really practical thing to be able to do with your horse, okay? From it's it's simply a way that you're able to now influence his body to move in another way, okay, while you're on board. So it's really, really handy for things like opening gates, okay? Anything like that. If you're in the stable, you can move him around as well, okay? It makes things so much easier if your horse can do this. And of course, that would be on the ground. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not now telling you to mount up in the stable here. Um, so on the ground when you're working with your horse that you can do turn in the forehand as well. And actually, I recommend that initially when you are introducing your horse to turn on the forehand to do so on the ground. I feel that that is one of the better ways that you can do it, the more successful ways you can do it. So that would be what I would recommend recommend to you okay now I spoke about the thinking forward and I feel when I'm talking about lateral movement I will always say forwards and sideways okay now I know I know I know there's no forward in turn on the forehand but there is your horse must be thinking forwards okay and how you kind of know that your horse is thinking forwards is how your horse actually moves his feet or his legs his hooves as he performs a true turn on the forehand and he will use the sequence of walk when he is moving okay so walking is not just the back legs walking's all four legs isn't it it's just that we turn on the forehand the front legs or the front feet the front hooves they mark time okay so they are the rhythm and now can you see how you could eventually work towards collection because this is where in true collection you are looking for up rather than out with the energy can you see how that would be that for turn on the forehand so all that would happen is your horse will lift his front foot turn it slightly in the air put it back down in the same spot okay and then when it comes around in the sequence obviously a back foot will move and then the other front foot will move and then he will lift it turn it in the air put it back down where it was do you understand? Back foot will move, front foot will move, back foot will move, front foot will move, back foot will move, front foot will move. And that's how it's a sequence of walk, but you're not moving. You're not in walk. So there is a thinking forward, even though there is no forward movement. That in and of itself is where you get collection. Now, are we going to aim for collection on the very first time we attempt turn on the forehand? I'm going to suggest don't hold back a little there now. And that's why very often when we begin turn on the forehand and when we begin working on it, we will actually have two semicircles. So you'll have the bigger semicircle created by the, and again, this is if you're going to do a half turn or a 180 degree, a half circle, okay? But you can do a quarter, makes no difference. I'm just saying semicircles, it's, it's kind of easy to imagine in your head okay but if you were doing the two semicircles what will happen is you'll have the bigger semicircle the outer one created by the back feet and where the back hooves the track that the back hooves are on but then you'll have a smaller semicircle on the inside meaning that your horse won't end up exactly where he began with his front feet now later again as you and your horse develop more he will do that because he will have 
more ability. He will be able to understand the concept of collection and he will be able to work on it. And what I want to talk about here is that even though your horse is moving and, and you could, I'm being honest with you, you could force your horse not to move his front feet off the spot. But I can tell you when you do that, you're going to lose all of the basics that you want to actually have in the movement itself. What basics are those? Well, the rhythm, okay? There must be, I, I keep mentioning the sequence of walk. What, that has a rhythm. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Okay, so turn on the forehand, you want to try and have that rhythm in it, okay? So if you are forcing your horse, horses are a bit like plastic, you can't force them. If you force too much, they're going to break, okay? Uh, but if you're forcing there, you are going to lose the rhythm. The next thing you're going to find that you'll end up losing is the suppleness. Now, if you're thinking, what do you mean the suppleness? Well, turn on the forehand requires flexion. And this is why it's very often like an introductory kind of a, a, a way, it's like a, a little, it's a taste of lateral for your horse, okay? So you can introduce this concept of moving away, of yielding. Of course, we're building up then to what? The leg yield. This is, your horse is yielding to your leg in the turn on the forehand. You ask the horse to move away, to move over. And that's really important as well because I find that many riders, when they're riding laterally, okay, any lateral movement, they tend to want to move the horse. That's not your job, okay? Not your job. You need to, you need to get that through your head. That's really important. So it's not your job to move the horse. You're probably going to argue with me there and you'll say, but Lorna, it is. I am the rider. No, no. Your job is to ask the horse to move, your horse must move himself, okay? You're, you are not responsible for pushing him, shoving him, squeezing him, forcing him, any of those words. That is not your job. Your job is to ask him to move, okay? That's really, really important. It is a key element of turning the forehand, okay? Of any, well, anything, isn't it? You're never going to move the horse, <laughs> you can only influence the horse to move, okay? But um, really, really important to understand that, particularly when I find that where that comes up an awful lot is, again, turn on the forehand, but also then leg yielding. People try and shove the horse across the arena. You're not shoving, you're asking. The horse must move himself, okay? But seriously, if we bring this back to the concept of applying aids and just asking the horse, that's where you start to get this suppleness because in order for the horse to correctly move, he's going to have to, first of all, move his body slightly differently. And secondly, there has to be this lovely flexion and this lovely energy through the body. When you lose the energy, when you lose the forwardness, even though you're not moving forward, when you lose the forward thought, okay, you'll find that the, the rhythm goes, you, you lose it. it, it's not there anymore. And it's really important to imagine that and engage that when you're working on turning the forehand with your horse. Now, the final reason that I love turning the forehand is it's very often one of the first times that you actually begin to introduce the true concept of inside and outside to a rider. So up to this point, up to the point where a rider is he's kind of been introduced to turn on the forehand, they often associate inside and outside with the arena. 
So it's, it's where you're based in the arena dictates inside or outside. But from turn on the forehand onwards, we realize that ah, it's actually got nothing to do with where I am in the arena. It's got to do with the flexion. Okay, and that's really important because with turn on the forehand, you will always ask reflection to the inside, which again, if we take the very first example of a standing kind of parallel to the fence of the arena, to the rails of the arena, you would, you would naturally think the inside was one way, but in fact, the inside is the other way. And this gets riders to then begin to, I feel it opens them up to this whole new world of bending, of flexion, of suppleness, of just thinking a little bit bigger in their riding. These are all reasons that I really feel the turn on the forehand should be on your list of regular to-dos with your horse. And I really do feel that you should have a list of regular to-dos. There should be basics that you are going to revisit and revisit and revisit. And as you revisit them, all the time from this new perspective because you should be making progress in your riding if you're making progress it means you're moving and wherever you've moved you're going to have a new perspective when you go back and look back at something else or when you revisit something else there will be this different perspective and that's where the power lies in revisiting the basics over and over and over again okay um do you hammer on it 24 7 no but you could regularly include it in your work and it's just one of the things that I would recommend you include on a regular basis if you were preparing your plan for the month, for the upcoming month with your horse. And on that note, this weekend we are doing the workshop. It's, it's live this weekend. I would love for you to join us. Um, and you can find out all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash workshop. We are going to be, well, we, I say we, I am going to be showing you, okay, but we are going to be doing it together, but I will be showing you to plan out a whole month of riding in just an hour or less and it's a process that you can use again and again and again and in fact it becomes more powerful every month that you use it because you can take what you've already experienced and you can build off it over and over and over and I'm going to show you the full process to do that so again if you want to join me live it's happening this Saturday go on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash workshop and all the details are there. Okay, I hope you have a great week. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.